0: Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 23rd of June. At least 1,000 people have been killed and more than 1,500 others injured after a major earthquake hit Afghanistan. The 6.1 magnitude tremor struck the country's southeast in the early hours of yesterday morning. Loretta Heber-Jerriday from the United Nations says providing aid and relief to those who need it will be challenging. What we're going to be seeing is a lack of access. The roads are poor even in the best of time. And so having a humanitarian operation put in place is going to be immediately challenged by the lack of easy access to the to the area. That audio, thanks to Reuters. Meantime, the death and injury toll are expected to increase. Foreign Minister Penny Wong has tweeted overnight, sending her condolences to the people of Afghanistan and says Australia will work with partners to respond to the ongoing crisis. Back home now and mass blackouts have been averted for now as the East Coast energy market suspension has finally come to an end this morning. A emo has handed the market back to generators amid fears of power prices surges and blackouts. Australian Institute Energy Advisor Dan Cass says it should be smooth sailing from here.
1: We've got our fingers crossed and I think the coal and gas generators that have been unreliable in the past will be trying their hardest to do the right thing. I think if they fail again the backlash would be considerable. So my money is I think we'll get through it all right.
0: But Energy Users Association CEO Andrew Richards is warning consumers will still see massive price increases.
2: One of the big things for energy users is that there will be significant payments of compensation to generators who are are affected under this this suspended market scenario.
1: We don't know how much that will be. Uh, Could be in the billions of dollars, we don't know.
0: The federal government has launched a new ad campaign to encourage more Australians to get vaccinated against both COVID and influenza. It comes as flu and COVID cases continue to skyrocket across the country. Yesterday, 63 people died from COVID in Australia. Here's Dr Bruce Willett, the Vice President of the Royal Australian College of General Practitioners.
1: We're seeing really unprecedentedly high cases of influenza for this time of year. uh, On top of the the COVID uh, pandemic, which is really not over, we're really quite scared about where this is going. We're seeing high rates of hospitalisation and a real strain on the hospital system.
0: Meantime, in Victoria, unvaccinated teachers will be allowed to return to the classroom from tomorrow with the vaccine mandate lifted for the sector. Let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground to New South Wales and just a day after teachers voted to walk off the job next week. Now nurses and midwives have announced they will also stop work next Tuesday. Our reporter Michaela Savage has the details from Sydney. Yeah, that's right. Public and Catholic school teachers are joining forces for the first time in 20 years to undertake industrial action. They say there's been nothing in this week's budget to address chronic staff shortages and argue the increase to the public sector wage cap doesn't keep up with the cost of living. The New South Wales Nurses and Midwives Association has pretty similar complaints. For years, they've also been dealing with serious worker shortages and say they're furious at the lack of detail that's been provided about the thousands of new staff that are going to be hired. They have no idea how many will be nurses, so it's impossible to figure out how to plug the gaps in hospital rosters. Association Acting General Secretary Sheik Handish says it's not good enough.
1: Our members are desperately unhappy and
0: dissatisfied with the government's position. Really, we need to see nurse-to-patient ratios being supported. A mass meeting of members is being held at Town Hall in Sydney on Tuesday. It'll be broadcast to a number of regional locations. And in WA, a parliamentary committee will table its report today into the sexual harassment of women in the fly-in, fly-out mining industry. Our reporter, Emma Griffiths, has more from Perth. Yeah, that's right, Tash. The WA Parliament has spent months hearing evidence from survivors as well as the country's largest mining operators into the fly-in, fly-out industry. Over the inquest, it's been revealed WA police have investigated 23 sexual harassment claims in just two years, 21 of which were allegedly committed against women. The opposition's Libby Metham has chaired the inquiry with the findings to be handed down at 10 this morning, nearly a year since it started. After Business and Finance News. We're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from au. Peter, good morning. With a new budget penciled in for the 25th of October, there's ongoing speculation. This is massive news. A capital gains tax could be
1: introduced. Yeah, because of the big budget deficit that has come from the pandemic protection measures, such as JobKeeper, the public servants in Treasury want Treasurer Jim Chalmers to look at the generous tax treatments for super being a landlord, capital gains from shares and housing, as well as dividends and trust. And they're talking about a 25% tax on capital gain. If some of these don't come this year, they will come in coming years.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And on Friday, Peter, US Investment Group, Blackstone will finally take over Crown Resorts and its former major shareholder, James Packer, will pocket a cool $3.3 billion. That's a pretty good payday.
1: It is. And the new owner will be given permission to kick off its new casino at the new iconic Barangaroo building in Sydney. There will be a provisional license with the gambling regulators set to watch the new operation very closely. Crown and its share price has been in trouble since staff were arrested in China in 2016 and it has been accused of being unfit to hold a license by a number of local inquiries. Mr Packer has lost his business, but he has 3.3 billion reasons to get over it.
0: And, Peter, here's a bombshell, a government not uh, following through on an election promise. I'm being sarcastic, of course. (laughs) The Albanese government is backing away from its pre-election promise of wage rises of 5%.
1: Yeah, Labor never put a hard number on it, but it promised to stop real wages, what your wage will buy, from falling. As inflation is over 5%, only a wage rise of over 5% will maintain your real wage. But the RBA boss, Dr Phil Lowe, this week said, rises over 3.5% will be inflationary, and you have to do more interest rate rises. So now the new Industrial Relations Minister, Tony Burke, says Labor has never promised to match minimum wage rises with the inflation rate. The head of unions, Sally McManus, She's not happy.
0: Good times ahead. Happy Thursday. Thanks, Peter. Cheers. Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas. Brett, good morning. The Jordan DeGoei saga has taken yet another twist.
2: Yes, good morning, Tash. That's right. Uh, Collingwood confirming last night they have now granted him personal leave. It's my understanding this is to do with a video apology that the club wants him to issue that he's not comfortable with. A couple of days ago, it was a a, a written apology of sorts, then on the weekend it was an Instagram uh, post from Jordan where he seemed to blame the media so I'm um, not sure exactly how regretful he is about what happened in Bali but he certainly won't be playing against the Giants this weekend and Jay Clark from Triple M and the Herald Sun says the Saints have now confirmed their interest in the free agent everyone's watching Jordan Nagoe over the next four weeks if he can do all the right things interest will be rekindled St Kilda's the obvious front runner they need a difference maker they wouldn't have put a line through him just yet but they'd be watching very closely. And the Bombers may also weigh up signing Dagoe at the end of the season. Yeah, the controversy continues Brett, to the NRL
0: now. Not that we're counting just three sleeps to go until Origin Game 2. And could there be a late change for Queensland?
2: Yeah, well it's been New South Wales under fire all of this week for the changes that they've made to their squad. In Game 1, Ben Hunt uh, started on the field as the number 9, the hooker. Harry Grant had a massive impact off the bench. Darren Lockyer hinting on Channel 9 last night. Those roles might might be switched on Sunday. Sometimes when I get
0: to these big games, I look at the bench first before I look at the 1-13 yeah. because the, the bench plays a big part in the outcome of the result of a big game.
2: And the Maroons jump on a private jet this afternoon to head over to Perth. The Blues got there on Monday. Just wrapping up, Shayna Jack, unfortunately, has had to withdraw from the World Swimming Championships in Budapest. he suffered a broken hand, slipped in the warm-up. And Nick Kyrgios, his promising build-up to Wimbledon, has hit a hurdle. He's pulled out of his round-of-16 match at the Majorca Open due to injury Alex Diminol though has won through to the quarterfinals at the Eastbourne International. Brett thank you. Thank you Ty.
0: And we're just a week away from the end of the financial year with Australians expected to splash some serious cash in the lead-up. It's predicted we will spend around $8.8 billion, which is more than at Christmas, with work-related items expected to dominate. Here's Paul Zara from the Australian Retailers Association.
1: Online's a really good alternative if you don't want to go into a physical store. However, you'll find the best buys will be in, in store because often retailers will be left with with odd sizes and colours, which they won't feature online, but will be available in store.
0: And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. It is Friday. Nah